Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When I came out to my parents, I was expecting like, oh, they're not going to be, you know, like too either interested or happy about this or my mom's going to worry and stress. And there was hardly any of that. In my mind, I'll tell you, I was imagining that they would be like ashamed of me. Welcome back to Open Late Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Sfandiari, and this week is another solo episode. Yeah, I'm basically bringing you, so this is the third episode in what I feel like is a trifecta of demystifying how to talk to my partner, how to start practicing non-monogamy, and then how to tell friends and family that I I'm in a non-monogamous relationship or that I'm polyamorous, that we're practicing or we're opening up. So that's what we're diving into today. How to tell friends and family, how to come out about this part of your life. Are you ready? I said it before, these last couple episodes have been like a workshop. So grab your pen and a notebook if you want to because I'm going to be giving you a lot of questions and sort of things to reflect on and journal on as well. Of course, this is not one size fits all, um, but this is what has worked for me and I feel like has worked for people that I've supported on their journey. Um, and I'd love to just give you a quick note about, you know, privilege and um, safety and security. And we all have these different lived experiences um, as humans. And so not every single person has had the same experience that I have where I've had, you know, safety and security and acceptance in my journey of coming out, at least with my friends and family who know me and love me. Um, I've also never been at risk for losing my job because I work for myself or losing my housing because I own my own home. I'm not going to be ostracized out of a community because I don't you know, frequent a church. Um, and that's not the case for many people who are listening. So I see you, I hear you, um, the people that write into me. Um, and I hope that what I share can help you on your journey some way, um, be able to live your truth and live it as publicly as you want to. So with that being said, let's move into it. Uh, you know, some people might just want to bring their new significant other's home for the holidays. Like if that was me and, you know, Posh and I were going home for Thanksgiving, which is, you know, just in a couple of weeks, uh, we might just bring home, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something and just wait for there to be shock and awe, like if we hadn't come out yet. And maybe that's what some people want to do. Um, but I highly recommend not doing that. The The last thing you want to do is sort of create a situation where people feel thrown off guard. Um, and I'm being funny. I don't think a lot of people are going to want to do that. So the best thing to do is to set a time, really plan it, think about it. Um, when would be the most low risk time, 
right? When do people feel comfortable, feel at ease? And maybe you want to let the person that you're coming out to know ahead of time. Like I have something really important that I want to share with you. Um, and you can bring that information with whatever context you want. Like this is something I'm celebrating. This is something I'm excited about. Um, or you can be, you know, say this is something like I've sort of kept close to the vest, but I feel like it's time to start sharing. And you can call out the elephant in the room if you want. You know, this is something that I've been hesitant to share because I'm worried um, how it might be received. You know, if it feels like a relationship where you might be judged and you, you know, you feel like you have that kind of respect and communication, you can say, I'm worried that, you know, you might judge me for this. Um, you can say, I'm worried that you might, that in my mind, I feel like you might judge me for this, but logically I know you're not going to. It's just a fear that I have, right? You can start to sort of set the stage um, with your language. And so that's something that that I, I think is really important. I waited a really long time to come out to my friends and family. Um, my best friends knew kind of earlier on. And when I say that, it was like, you know, two or three women in my life. Um, and I didn't share with my family for nearly five years. Um, and when I did, they were all so receptive. I mean, not one person made me feel uncomfortable or shamed me. And I know I'm very blessed for that. I have an incredible parents and brothers and sisters. Um, but for other people, that's not the case. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I could come out to this person, but not that person. And I know my friends would accept me and support me. So go there first. Choose the low-hanging fruit, if you will, um, because it will feel really good to start to have a community of support around you before you start coming out to maybe some of those more challenging relationships in your life. Um, so I would say starting there. Um, before you do, of course, I'm always going to give homework, I would ask yourself, how am I going to feel if the reaction is not ideal? If I feel judgment, if I experience rejection, um, is that going to cause me to feel that way about myself? So really hone in on how much you love and accept and appreciate and approve of your own self before having these conversations. And it doesn't mean that you can't have these conversations and come out if you're not in like the place of like, oh, I got the most self-love on the planet, like nothing's going to rock my ship. Um, you don't have to be there, but really understand yourself and your true nature so that you can be in a position to like self-soothe in a really nice way. Like I feel like there might be rejection coming with this one, with this conversation. Um, so how can I best care for myself? How will I feel? And, and maybe create um, some affirmations around it. Okay, if this person can't accept me for who I am, I know that I have these beliefs about myself to fall back on and affirm that I am loved. I am beautiful. Um, I, you know, I am worthy of love and acceptance. I am completely normal. Uh, you know, my sexuality and um, loving expressions or sexual expressions or way of relating that I prefer, you know, has nothing to do with how worthy I am as a human. Um, in fact, I like to think that if you can be love and receive love from many people, that makes you 
pretty fucking great. So know that I'm in your corner. Um, And yeah, really understand that for yourself. And rejection is not the worst thing in the world. It can be a big cause or a catalyst for your own growth. Um, Because when you have to accept yourself on a deep level because others aren't, you get to know yourself more, find ways, like I said, to self-soothe and to reparent your inner child. There's no greater gift. So put yourself in these risky situations because um, the payoff is really big. I mean, as long as like your physical health isn't at risk, um, which, you know, we spoke to earlier. Uh, Okay, moving right along here. Don't rehearse the drama, I wrote, because I have notes for myself. And as I was just saying, like, think about who are going to be the easier people to come out to, the more accepting people in your community. Um, And think about the people that might be more challenging, right, that might reject you or that might have, you know, big opinions or judgments. Um, And to understand what that might be, I told you to think about that, right? But the flip side of that is don't rehearse the drama. Don't create something in your mind that's much scarier, bigger, dramatic than what it actually might be in real life, right? Because um, if you listen to me or you follow me, you know that I believe we create everything. The mind is so powerful, Um, And we're all energy. So the more you focus on something, the more you're going to create that thing. And when it comes to this conversation, if you're rehearsing the the doom and the gloom, the dead and the dread, and how, you know, you're going to be outcasted from your family because of this, you're literally putting energy into creating this for your future. And instead, we can think about how this can be a liberating experience. It can be magical. Like it can bring more connection than you've ever imagined. I feel like, you know, when I came out to my parents, I was expecting like, oh, they're not going to be, you know, like too either interested or happy about this or my mom's going to worry and stress. And there was hardly any of that. Like, of course, my mom, she has her little like things that she's still like, I just don't understand it or like I'm confused. But I, in my mind, I'll tell you, I was imagining that they would be like ashamed of me, that I would cause them some level of like concern or frustration or, you know, I don't know. And it wasn't even about like me living this way, but it was also like, I'm going to have this podcast and my life is going to be very public. Um, And I was building it up to be, you know, something that it wasn't in my head. And I waited so long to come out to them. That was another thing. I'm like, oh, they're going to feel like I've been living this way and like not being honest because it was such a long time. Um, None of that. And maybe they thought those things or felt that way, but they didn't share it with me. They were very loving and accepting. And it was quite beautiful to feel like I they know me now more completely. They know this side of me that I haven't been able to share with them. And not just my mom and dad, but my whole family, it was like this weight was lifted off of my shoulders. And I had that same experience when I started to do this podcast. Like I've got nothing left to sort of hide or cover up about myself, which I didn't realize 
the mental gymnastics that were happening in my mind until I fully came out to everyone. It's been so liberating to just be myself and to realize that like on some level, it was because I didn't fully accept me for who I am that I didn't come out right away. Um, And that's like a whole other (laughs) podcast episode. But I just want to share that, that if you're thinking about this and you're like me and you love to meditate and to manifest, you can put yourself in a state where you can manifest the exact situation and responses that you want. Rehearse them. Sit down, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, get into a state and just imagine in your mind how you want these conversations to go. And really feel it and feel into all the senses. Like, what are you creating? What are you wearing? Um, Where are you? What's the setting like? Have you just finished a beautiful meal together? Um, Or are you, you know, walking in a park, having this conversation with your dad? Um, You know, what kind of sounds do you hear in the background? And bring the entire scenario to life for yourself. You would be amazed at what you can manifest when you do it this way. So I would say that and also on the same vein, set an intention. I love intentions. Intentionality is a huge part of my life. It's a huge part of my work. And I think that it can be a big part of your coming out story, of your coming out journey. Um, You know, my intention looking back I don't know that I I set one because this was a couple of years ago other than like I just don't want them to be upset (laughs) like as if I could manage or control someone else's feelings. Newsflash, you cannot. So don't let that be your intention. But now that I've grown up a bit, I realize that when I share this part of my life with people before there was a podcast and I started doing it more regularly, my intention was to get closer to them, to build more connection with the people that I love the most and show them all of me, right? And so that doesn't have to be your intention, but I think setting one can really help you navigate the entire conversation. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply so The next little point that I have is to go a bit deeper into the fact that you want to get closer. Um, And like I said, it doesn't have to be your intention, but I think when you go to actually have this conversation right now that we've reflected and we've prepared um, and you're ready to have it, one of the best things you can do is tell the other person, the reason that I want to share this with you is because 
I want to deepen our relationship. I want to be closer to you. And I feel like by not telling you this, I've created distance. That was true for me. And it's likely true for you because the more information that we have about each other, the more we can find commonality or compassion or empathy, right? So tell them. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because I want to better our relationship in some way, get closer to you, feel more connected. I want you to know me better. And this is like becoming a big part of my life, or this has been a big part of my life, or this is something I'm curious about. And I would love your support. I want to bring you along on the journey. It's going to be really fun. It might be scary. It might cause, you know, me to examine myself. I might have heartbreak and, you know, you're one of my best friends. So I want you along for the ride are you down? (laughs) You know? Um, So I think that, you know, if you communicate that that's your goal and that their relationship is so important to you, your relationship with them is important to you, you can't go wrong, right? Setting the stage that way because it really invites them in rather than, you know, saying this is this thing and I want to just tell you and give you this information. You can do with it what you want. It's like, no, I'm telling you this so that we can come together. Yeah. So one of the last things I want to share is it's okay to not have all the answers. One of the reasons that I also didn't come out for such a long time is because I felt like there'd be so many questions that I didn't know how to respond to. Um, My non-monogamy journey, as I imagine many people listening, has had so many chapters and peaks and valleys and, you know, revolutions and, you know, renaissances. Like, it's been so beautiful. And over the years, we've not practiced just one kind. And I've always been like shape-shifting in this way. And so I felt like, oh, if I tell somebody I'm this, but then I change, it's going to be a whole thing, right? Or, you know, they're going to ask me questions that I don't quite have the answers to yet because I haven't had, I haven't figured it all out. Um, It's not a great reason to not share your life with somebody, you know? And it's okay to say, I don't know. Uh, It's, I, I kind of equate it to like, you start a new job, right? And you like tell a friend about it. And they ask you a million and one questions. Well, are, you know, how is it going to be? What's the work environment like? What are you going to do if this pops up? And you're like, I barely just started. I'm not really sure yet. I'm still getting the lay of the land. Like it's okay to not have it all figured out. That's like what life's for. If we had everything all figured out, like what would we do? Things would be boring, honestly. And So saying I don't know is something I was always really uncomfortable with. I felt like I had to have all the answers. And I just had this conversation today, actually. I did an episode with Anne Hottership. And we talked about, you know, in the realm of sex education and like having kids one day and wanting to give them like a really good experience and to give them information and respect them enough to know that they're also people with curiosities and desires and their own whole personality, right? And she reminded me like, it's actually okay to be like, hey, I don't know, but there are these other educators who are qualified educators, who are teachers or who have written this book or who have this workshop or this class. And I want to make sure you have these resources. So 
in the vein of your non-monogamy journey and coming out, it's not only okay, but it's also totally normal to not have all the information because you probably didn't write a book on non-monogamy yet. Um, so saying, I don't know, and reminding your friend that like, it's okay that you don't know and that it's not dangerous or scary that you don't know, because that's usually where those questions come from, right? People are asking us because they want us to have it all figured out because they're concerned that we're going to get hurt in some way. Um, and that, you know, they're going to be there to pick up the pieces or they just really don't want to see that happen. Or, you know, they haven't done a lot of work on themselves. So change in their outer environment with friends that they feel like are stable, that they can depend on to sort of present or show up or act a certain way and relate a certain way to them, that might change. And that, you know, that foundation that they have is a little rocky when you start to make these big life decisions or explorations. Um, reminding people, hey, this is a journey for me, one that I'm really curious about, one that I'm really excited about. And I'm not uh, telling you this because, you know, I do have all the answers. I'm sharing this with you so that you can be a part of my journey, so that you're sort of involved in this part of my life. And yeah, I might need your support if things fall apart. But what's the difference in things falling apart maybe in my romantic life or my intimate life and things falling apart with my job or school or parenting or, you know, if I'm caregiving for a family member? Um, we don't need to place our romantic relationships or partnerships in a box that's like so untouchable um, that we're not allowed to deviate from the, you know, heteronormativity. Newsflash. Uh, we can design we can design everything. We can customize every single thing in our lives. I mean, we get our groceries delivered to our front doors these days, many of us. So why aren't we designing our relationships? Um, and so this is just a little bit of what you can share if you're met with, oh, but like, isn't this really risky and I'm worried about you and this seems, you know, really irresponsible. It's like, no. This is a part of my life that I want to explore and that I am exploring and I'm telling you because I want to get close to you, not because, you know, I need the, the polyamory police on my front door. Um, so stand up for yourself in that way. And remember, it's okay to not have all the answers and it is really okay and even liberating, as I found out in my chat with Anne today, to say, I don't know, but hey, let's find out together. So that's one of the last things I wanted to share. Um, and I'll leave you with this. Many people that you share this with are going to probably have their minds blown. Um, and some of the people that you share this with might say, oh my God, me too. I've been so interested in this. Or like, I've read this article. Or, you know, you might even find that your friends are closeted non-monogamous as well. Um, but for the majority of people, they're probably going to be like, what, where, how, why? I need more information. And in that case, give them more information um, so that they can be a more supportive part of your journey, right? Share this podcast with them. Um, share articles that you found about non-monogamy that you feel like can really support other people, just understanding the basics, the foundations, right? The, the main things like what is compersion, right? 
um, share the dictionary that we have with them. My really good friend, Irene Morning, just wrote a book called The Polyamory Paradox. It's incredible. I highly recommend it. Um, in the work of other, you know, content creators who are also exploring non-monogamy, like Elizabeth Cunningham or Dr. Tara from Love Bites. Um, I mean, I can go on and on if they're looking for, you know, someone that they could resonate with who's a parent. Um, like if you're a parent and you're not following Remodeled Love or um, Levita Loca Sawyer's, like these are all really great resources aside from you know, checking out openly that you can share with your friends, with your family, with, you know, your coworkers, if you're so brave and say, look, I don't have all the answers yet, but these are some people who are practicing and who share and who educate around this stuff. Um, and so if they're looking for it, you can share this information that way. Um, uh, one of the last things I'll say is ask about their life, you know, once you've gotten this like off your chest or off your back or out of your belly, wherever, you know, ask your friends, your family, um, if you're comfortable too, you know, how their intimate relationship is or relationships, right? Because it's not always just like with our lovers. It's like, how are you being supported by your own community, right? By your own friends and family. And since you shared this with them and this is such a like piece of your heart, Say, like, is there anything at all that you want to share with me that I can get to know you better, that I can love you more deeply, right, that can bring us closer together? I think it's it's so valuable to have these, like, deep, connected conversations that are not surface level, that are not small talk. If you know me, I'm like, ugh, like, I'm allergic to small talk, Um which isn't always great because like I find that I have very little patience for people who have small talk and it gets me into trouble because like, you know, there are pe many people have social anxiety. I mean, I have a little bit of it, but it comes in a different form. And I feel like when people have social anxiety, sometimes they try to make small talk and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Um, that being said, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but this is like a way for you to get closer to people. So as you're offering this information about yourself, find out if there's something that they want to share with you. Since you created such a vulnerable space, um, you'd be surprised at what people don't share because they're afraid of being judged or, you know, being rejected as you are. It goes both ways. Um, so that since you created that space, invite them in, invite them to play also in that space. Um, last thing I'll say um, and I've said this before and I'll probably say it again sometime, have the conversation sooner than later. Of course, prepare yourself, use all of these cool, you know, reflections and tools that I've given you, but don't wait, don't sit on it. I promise you the, the drama, right. That you're rehearsing or the story that you're cooking up in your head about how this conversation is going to go so bad and it's going to blow up in your face is way worse than what will actually happen for the majority of us, right? I mean, there's going to be some outliers. Um, but the more you rehearse it in your head of what's going to go wrong, the more you spend time doing that, the more you're creating suffering for yourself that doesn't have to be, right? So I'm with you. If you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, we have all these resources 
We have Open Talks, which is our free WhatsApp chat community that you can join. There's a link in the bio. You can get coaching and advice from me. I'm in there. There's also a lot of other cool people who are, you know, solid in their non-monogamy in there as well who help me co-coach. Um, and there's also just a ton of people who are just starting out on this journey who are sharing their insights and their experiences. Um, and you can learn from them. So I welcome you. I appreciate you. And just thank you for listening. Uh, remember, take a moment to rate and review the podcast because those things help more people find me. And also you can leave questions that I'll then answer on the podcast or that I'll read actually. Sometimes I'll read the questions or I'll read the comments or the reviews on the show. So if you want to be featured or if you have a question that's learning, uh, let me know on Apple or Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.